The uh, wonderful uh, lesson for us tonight that I think will be beneficial uh, to us as born again believers. Uh, so grab your pens and your papers and uh, we're going to go to work and uh, let the Holy Spirit give us some divine direction. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you another day uh, that you have made and we come before you reverently and humbly thanking you for the word of God tonight. Grace us to hear, to know, to understand and comprehend all that shall be said through you tonight, Holy Spirit, for you are the teacher, you are the trainer, you are the expounder of the word of God that we may fulfill God's plan and purposes he has desired for us in the year 2022. We thank you so much for this time that we have together. We thank you for these that have gathered, Father, anoint them to hear, anoint them to understand, anoint them to comprehend, and anoint them to walk it out in faith, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. If you will, I want you to open your Bibles uh, to Romans chapter 12. And I'm going to start in the Passion Bible, TPT. If you have that Bible, you can go there, that version of the Bible, TPT, which is the Passion Bible. And uh, we'll get into our studies tonight. Uh, that will be a blessing. Now, we're going to be dealing with the, uh, uh, the aspect or the understanding of right and wrong thinking. The understanding of right and wrong thinking uh, in the life of a believer. Uh, I think we have not fully understood the magnitude that our thinking has on our walk of life in Christ. Uh, our mind is so powerful uh, that God has given to us. It's a powerful tool. If we use it right, it'll bless us. If, it use, if we use it wrong, it will curse us. And so the enemy doesn't want us to uh, have proper thinking uh, as a believer or as an individual or just as a human in life. Uh, so it's our job uh, as the uh, servant of Christ to help you to, uh, and we'll get into this word again. Uh, I want you to write this word down to see. Uh, reformation, write that word down, reformation. Reformation. Uh, or reformation or reforming something. Because uh, we have to reform our thinking, not just transform it, but reform it. If uh, we're going to receive the blessing God has for us, uh, it's so powerful that you get a hold of this truth tonight. As I was asking the Holy Spirit where you want us to go tonight, and I heard him say, I want us to deal with right and wrong thinking of the believer. Uh, you know, that's the scripture that I used to quote all the time. And one day the Holy Spirit said, I want you to stop and really go slow with that scripture. And it's in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. We know that one. Uh, 
Now to him that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And I used to really meditate on the word ask, all that we ask. But it don't say all that we ask. It says all that we ask or think. So it's not just what we ask. It's what we are thinking. Again, Ephesians, Ephesians 3. Uh, 20, just this is a verse that's coming up before I get into where we headed. That now unto God that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask Him or all that we think of Him. Says, so ask and think runs parallel. Your asking and your thinking sort of flows together. And so sometimes, even though you're not talking, you're thinking, even in your thinking, you still ask it, is, is what I perceive the scripture saying, all that you ask or think for what comes, you know, in your thought life. Uh, that's why he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, your ways are, because we need to be thinking in line with the word of God. So important that you get a hold of that. And we got so many things every day coming against us, so our minds will never stay in line with what God wants us to think about. Uh, there's another uh, scripture uh, coming up. I think it's Proverbs 23 and 7. Write that down. I know you might know, but write it down in high heaven in your notes for this class tonight. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, or what he becomes. As a man thinketh in his heart, in his heart, in his heart. That word heart there. It's not the spirit of man. That word is the psyche of man. So uh, what a man thinking in his mind, so is he. So you become what you think. Notice, you become what you think. And what you have become is what you have thought. Okay? It's just that simple. Hard to be honest, this right here in the word of God. As a man thinking in his heart, so is he. So you are what you think. It's not what other people think about you. It's what you think about you that would determine or, uh, who you will be or what you would do or how you will come out. Okay? It's based on your thing and your thinking only. Amen. So it's very important to get a hold of this. Uh, I heard the Holy Spirit say this to me. I want you to write this down. We must watch, we must watch, W-A-T-C-H, the temperament of our thinking. We must watch the temperament of our thinking. Because a lot of times the enemy tries to get it in and distort a lot of that. But our temperament has a lot to do with how we receive, how we perceive things in our life. So we must watch that, we must maintain that. And have a hold of that and don't allow the enemy to take us out of the right thinking of righteousness and holiness and sanctification. Praise God. Now, in I'm moving forward. I'm just giving these these uh from the Holy Spirit so you have it. Uh write this down. Because um, we'll get into the word of God. We're going to start flowing real good here. But I need to get these footnotes to you. Take good notes now. Uh, my thinking, 
See, while we're dealing with this tonight, my thinking affects my believing. My thinking affects my believing. Uh, my believing affects my speaking. My believing affects my speaking, and my speaking affects my receiving. Amen. Again, my thinking affects my believing. My believing affects my speaking, and my speaking affects my receiving. Praise God. Now, you need to understand that that's very powerful that you get a hold of this. So God, through his word, has instructed us how to think. God, in his word, has instructed us how to think. Now, you have to make it in your mind that I'm going to come in agreement with the way God have instructed me to think. Because I'm going to tell you, there's so many things. And so many voices out here that would try to get you to think another way besides the way God wants you to think that will affect what happens in your life when you do it. Sign one is a miracle. All that's going to be a part of that. What you think, uh, and a lot of times how you respond, uh, what you, what you carry out. So these things are so important. Uh, and then it's also, you got to be careful that you don't let the wrong people influence your thinking out of outside of the word of God. Because a lot of times people that don't know the word will try to get you to think outside of the word based on what they're doing. Remember, you are a child of God and you must align your mind to the will of God and the word of God. So you can't let people influence you that don't know the word, that don't study the word, and they want to come with their logical thinking on something that they have no biblical understanding on. We live by logic. We live by revelation. On him, we live by revelation of the word of God. Uh, that's the only thing. The word of God is not logical. The word of God is truth. Are you here? And so many times, People don't read, want to read the word of God, but they don't want the word of God to address address their logical thinking. That's a lot of times it's not in sync with what God has or what God would have us to do. Praise God. You have to make a conscious decision. Then I'm going to keep my mind in line with the word of God. And I'm going to think right. I'm going to speak right. So it don't affect my receiving and belief. It's so important that you get a hold of this, ladies and gentlemen, because if not, you're not going to receive the blessings that the Father have in store for you as this child. Amen. This is very, very important. I know it sounds simple, but yet we have to do this every day with so much stuff on the Internet, on social media, feeding a lot of uh, uh, stuff that's not the word of God. And if you don't want you to stop believing it because you're hearing it. That's why the Bible says, take heed to what you hear and take heed to how you, how you hear. It affects your being and so forth and so on. But if you're in the word, if you're in the word of God, 
David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So you got to have that word in your heart. Are you listening? You got to have the word in your heart. When you have the word in your heart, then the Holy Spirit has something to help you with when people outside of the church or outside of the word of God or not Christians try to influence your thinking. Praise God. No, no. We think in line with the word of God. Amen. Matter of fact, before we get there, go to, go to uh, I think it's Corinthians chapter 10. Let, let me go here. This one is coming up. We'll go to the scripture. I haven't got there yet, but we, we, we need to lay a foundation. First uh, Corinthians, I believe, chapter 10. Let's see. Uh, uh, let me get it here. I think it's Second Corinthians chapter 10. Let me look at this. We need to go here. So we want to make sure you, yeah, Second Timothy, uh, Second Corinthians, excuse me, chapter ten, Second Corinthians chapter ten, and and look at this, and uh, verse three. For though we walk in the flesh, we war after the flesh. Verse four. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mighty through God, are the pulling down strongholds. Now strongholds are thinkers. Thinking, thoughts, ways, decisions that you have set up in your life that you never change or you never let anybody alter. That's a strong one. Casting down imagination, I think that exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bring every captivity, bring it into captivity, in thought to the obedience of Christ. And heaven the readiness and all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Now, in the Amplified, uh, it says in verse four, for the weapons of our not physical weapons of physical and blood, but they are mighty before God, overthrow of destruction of strongholds. Five, inasmuch as we refuse and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. Hear that? That sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away. Captain into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, being in the readiness to punish every insubordinate for his disobedience. When your own submission and obedience as a church are fully secured and complete. In other words, you're thinking when you make sure that your thinking is in line, you pull out everything that's not properly uh, uh, in the life of a believer so that you can bring that thing under subjection, you can bring that thought under subjection to the word of God and say, no, I'm not thinking that way because here's the way God have designed for me. So it's so important that you get a hold of that and that you keep your thinking in line with the word of God. Amen. Now, I want to say this to you as, as, uh, as a thought. They say junk food is bad for you, right? They say junk food is bad for you. But I have news for you, junk, junk thinking is worse. Junk thinking is worse than bad food that you can eat. It's going to destroy you. It destroys your mind, your mentality. 
junk thinking is no good for you. No, you gotta have good, wholesome thinking. And that's over there, uh, according to Philippians chapter four. Go to Philippians chapter four. We're in the word of God, we're studying the word of God, Philippians chapter four. See, we're gonna get away from junk thinking and get right thinking, positive thinking in our lives. Uh, uh, Philippians, excuse me, Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8 in the King James Version. Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, and whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, be any praise, think on these things. So, remember now, God through his word, have instructed us how we ought to think. Think on these things. Think on these things. Amen. Hallelujah. If there be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. Good things, positive things, wholesome things is, is, is what he's saying. Now, that takes work, ladies and gentlemen. That you, So, on the word of God, can decide what's right or wrong in your thinking. Now, going to me to Hebrew chapter 4, Hebrew chapter 4, let's go over to Hebrew chapter 12, and we'll show you this and help you uh, monitor, I use the word monitor, your thinking, because we have to monitor our thinking all the time. Because even sometimes we are, uh, it calls a bit of a thing. You pick up things you, you're not even really, but you hear it in the background and sort, sort of get in you, and they don't come out of you, and then you have to realize, oh, no, I got to get rid of that. That's not the thought of God. So, and we look at uh, Hebrew chapter 4. So make sure uh, you monitor your thinking at all times, and you have to be careful. Man, think that's what he become. Whatever the man think, that's what he do. Now, four and twelve. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two ways, but piercing even to dividing the son of and spirit and the joints and marrow, and is a discerner. I notice the word of God is a discerner. Oh, and the intent of the heart. My God. Now, in the Amplified Version, eight, in, in the Amplified Version, another translation, it reads, For the word of God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, operative, and energizing and effective. It is sharpened in any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit, and of the joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing, sifting, and analyzing, and judging the very thoughts and purpose of our minds. Oh, hallelujah. So you see, we got to continue to monitor and making sure that what we're thinking is in line with the word of God and the plan of God for our life. Amen. Because these things are so important for you 
to arrive at the destination that God has in your future. See, you determine how fast or how far you go in the future God has for you based on what you think. That's why you didn't know what God has for you, the plans God has for you. You think upon those things and you speak out those things and you start navigating yourself. The Holy Spirit start beginning to navigate you to glory to God. I thank God for the Holy Spirit begin to take you into that place that he has for you. Amen. He has so much for your life. And you have to know that and you have to be willing to work with him at all times. Amen. And so sometimes he's going to challenge you in your thinking to correct your thinking, to stop some of that thinking. Amen. So you'll begin your speaking and begin to correct your, your believing. And then you begin to correct your receiving and start receiving the things you desire to the things you don't desire by the wrong thinking in your life and in your mind. Amen. Now, let's go to uh, moments now because I got some other things I need to do with that's why it's so important. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I'm going to start at one because it's just good reading, but we're going to go down to verse number two. Amen. You know, they say, they say, they say this knowledge is power. I was thinking this other day, knowledge is power, but knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. Knowledge is only power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. Just have and no action. Is not powerful. Your knowledge is power, powerful, but it's only powerful when you apply yourself to that knowledge. That's when it becomes powerful. When you, when you begin to put it in practice, the knowledge that you've gained from the word of God, then it becomes powerful in your life. In a magnificent way. Praise God. Now, by the time you're in Romans chapter 1 in the Passion Bible, TPT, beloved friends, give me our proper response to God's mercies. Paul said, I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred, sacred living sacrifice and live in holiness. You're not hearing much of this anymore, living holiness. The churches are trying to get away, or some of the churches have this false teaching uh, of getting people holiness, but in the Bible, and live in holiness. Live in holiness means sanctification set apart under God. It means you can't do everything you want to do and call yourself living in holiness. That's not that's not biblical, and that's not right. Amen. Experiencing all that delights his heart, for this comes, for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. See, when you begin to walk in holiness, it's your genuine expression of holiness, and God gets so happy when He sees you living that kind of lifestyle, because now it's become a rarity that people are actually living the life of Christ, living like God wants. Amen. Amen. You got to stay out of sin. You don't live in sin. 
God save you from sin. Why would God save you from something? Then tell you to go back and live in it. That don't even sound right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to deliver you from sin, but then you can go back. I'm going to go through all this so you go back. That's not what he did. No, no. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And that's some teaching out there, but it's wrong. Amen. Many scriptures refute that. And so, verse 2. Verse 2 is what I want you to really play a close, play a close attention to, ladies and gentlemen. Stop. Now, I want you to look at this real closely in the Passion Bible. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture on you. Stop imitating ideas and the opinions that that logical thinking, you know, of the culture around you because culture around us is thinking way outside of God's word in so many ways, shape or form. But I'm saying God has called us to stick with the word. That's what he told us. Stick with the way I told you in a Christian lifestyle. Period. Then it goes on to say, watch this, but the inwardly, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. Total reformation. That means I told you that word. A reformation, a reformation uh -oh, of how you think. Forming how you think. Reforming how you think. Let me say it again. Reforming how you think as a man thinking in his heart. So it's easy. Reforming how you think is so important as a believer in Christ Jesus. Then it goes in and said, this would empower you to turn God's will as you live a beautiful life. What kind of life? Beautiful life. It ain't, it ain't a raggedy life. It ain't a torp life. It ain't a broken down life. No, living this way causes you to have a beautiful life. Come on, class. A beautiful life. But the people outside of this don't know it produces a beautiful life when you think like God tells you to think. And most of them tell you to think. Uh, Sometimes, most of the time, people tell you to think. They, they don't have no beautiful life. They life ugly. I mean, they got stuff going on kind of ways. This The Bible says when you realign your mind, and you allow the Holy Spirit to help to reform your thinking, you will have a beautiful life. God, I take that in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Almighty else taking it too. I take it for me tonight. Satisfied. Watch. A beautiful life. Satisfied and perfect in his eyes. Gentlemen, I want to, I want to be perfect in the eyes of satisfied God. Jesus has paid a lot for me. I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to let him down. I want to give him all that I could give him because he gave me all he could give me when he went to the cross and, and died and rose again on the third day to justify my life so I can have a good life, a beautiful life in Christ, in God. Amen. That's good tonight, ladies. And so we have to think in line with that. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, people are thinking weird. Uh, it's like almost a losing lot, you know, losing mental capability of how to treat people right, how to how to be nice. You know, I walk in the store and I say, 
good morning to people and they look at me like crazy. I said, good morning. How you doing? And look at me. Did you say something? Oh, what's good morning? And I tell you, listen, I woke up this morning. If I woke up this morning, it's a good morning. Amen. I can, I can lie to, I can deal with the rest of the stuff. But if I don't get up, I can't deal with nothing. So we thank God for the little things like that. Praise God. But he brought me to the scripture tonight and said that we must not allow the word to influence us outside of the word of God. Whatever God say is what God means. How he tell us to live is how we're supposed to do it. That's period. Amen. Praise God. Now, people that's outside and don't study the word of God, not going to agree with it. Amen. And they're going to say that's a, a, that's control. Okay. How is that control? Somebody's telling you how to live a beautiful life. You saying that's control? They tell you if you do this, this is going to happen. Tell you you're going to do that. If you do this, that's control. No, it's not. That's knowledge. That's understanding. That's wisdom. Control is when somebody's making you do it. No, he's not making us do it. He in, has invited us to do it. And see, if you do this, the other day we read a scripture. He said, choose life or choose. I said before you. I said it before you. But you have to choose life or death. Blessing, of course. Curse. He don't force anybody to do anything they don't want to do. Amen. Because it's the power of our will. He will not go against your will at all. Amen. That's how much he loves us. So this is not being controlled. When he instructed us in the word of God, it's based on us yielding. The Bible says we be willing and obedient. We shall eat the good of the land. Now, I want to go to uh, a scripture uh, because the right or wrong thinking and getting into that word of God and thinking in line with the word of God has a lot to do with your prayer life and your life of faith. Now, go with me. I'm almost finished, so stick with me. Go with me to 1 John, 1 John, if you will, 1 John, chapter 3, verse 22. And we all have to deal with it. I'm not telling you anything I don't have to do daily. You know, I come to this restaurant every day. I have to think that this is going to be day that we make more money than we ever. I have to think people are going to come patronize us. Uh, I have things are going to happen. I have to think this every day. Just because I have a business, I have to think in line with this business. I think positive. Amen. That people are going to come from all over, that we're going to break another. I'm always thinking. Same way with, you know, you know you're going to give us the best billing we ever have. You know, you know debt-free, turnkey. I mean, my mind is on there. And, and God, you're going to put us in the best spot we need to be, and we're going to be able to do the best things you want us to do. And I'm thinking this way all the time. Amen. I'm thinking this way all the time because I'm trying to be in line with what God wants for us and what God wants our will on a daily It's so good to know that God is pulling for us and not against us. Amen. Now, First John chapter 3, verse 22. Now, watch this here. Verse 22. And whatsoever. Now, notice it. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Because we keep this, right? 
and do the things that are pleasing in sight. Ooh, get a hold of that scripture now. Get a hold of that. Because see, you're right, you're right thinking is put you in put you in position to receive from God. See, because you're now pleasing God in your thinking. Now, the Amplified says, and we receive from him whatever we ask because we we watchfully obey his orders, observe his suggestions, and and, and, and follow his plan. And follow his plan for us and habitually practice what is pleasing to him. See, I told you, he's pulling for us, y'all. He's not pulling against us, but there is some qualifications that we must align ourselves to. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Period. No in between there. It's it says. Now he's trying to level you as much as he can, but he you know, uh, to help you along to do the things, but he needs your obedience. He needs you to yield and yield the word of God. So you can be blessed and he can give you what you're asking for. Now, let's go to First John chapter five. I mean with First John chapter five, verse 14. Let's go over there. Then we have one more chapter to go through, and then we'll be through tonight, I believe. And I'm receiving from God because listen, you're gonna start getting the things you need in your life. If, if you focus on it long enough, it's gonna manifest. See, your mind is like a magnet. The things you think on gravitate to you. Hallelujah. It, it, it's like it pulls. It's like it, your mind pulling it into existence. That's why you got to think on over and over and over. See, because that's how God designed us to be. Amen. Now, watch this. In First John chapter 5, verse 14, and this is the confidence, and I'm I'm praying tonight that you get holy confidence in what I'm saying in your thinking uh, temperament. Monitoring your thinking because it, it's going to determine the outcome of your life, outcome of your living. Now, and this is the confidence we have in Him. If we ask, we back here again. Notice, if we ask anything according to his will. Now, his will is his word. The will of God is the word of God, and the word of God is the will of God. Okay? Just that simple. Just plain and simple. See? Now, so we ask anything according to his word, he heareth us. Now, you can't ask for foolish stuff because he ain't going to hear you on that. No. When you ask according to his word. When I say, when you ask according to his word. Not foolish junk. No, his word. Amen. Praise God. Verse, verse 15. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petition, the petition is request, what we ask him for, that we desire of him. Woo! Glory to God. In the Amplified, listen to this. And this is the covenant, the assurance, the privilege, the boldness, which we have in him, and we are sure that if we ask anything, making any request according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. 
And if since we positively know that he listened to us in whatever we ask, we know, we also know with subtle and absolute knowledge that we have, that we have uh, granted us as, as our present possession, the request we have made of him or asked of him. So see, all this has something to do with your receiving. That's the miracle signs of wonder. So I'm still in the same realm of miracle signs of wonder because uh, you have not because you ask not, is what the Bible says. And so whosoever say to this mountain, be not removed, be not catch the sea, shall not down his heart, but shall believe whatsoever thing he said. He shall have whatsoever he said, it shall come to pass. So now all this, that's Mark 11, 22, 23, Mark 11, 22, 23, is what I just quoted to you. So now all this is for you. Amen. So now you got to line your mind with the word of God so you can ask, watch this, according to the word. Praise God. Because his word is his will and plan for your life. Now, let's go to St. John. Let's go to St. John chapter 15. And this will be the last one, I believe. Unless the Holy Spirit bring us something else. Praise his wonderful name. Now, I want to give this to you because it's so important that you get a hold of this. Because it's going to make sense what we're sharing, sharing with you tonight. Because God loves you. And you want the best for your life. But do you want the best for your life? Amen. Now, notice this in John chapter 1, verse 1. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bear not fruit, he take it away. And every branch in me that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3. Now you are clean through the word which I've given to you, which I've spoken unto you. Abide in me, I and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself except abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, verse 5, I am the vine, and you are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Verse 6, if, and if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Verse 7, if you abide in me, oh, I can preach this. If you abide in me, notice, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. You shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Glory to God. Did you get that? Hallelujah. He sent you out. He signed wonders and miracles in your life, ladies and gentlemen. It's so important that you get a hold of this truth because this is how you receive from God. But your thinking got to be in line. All the time, you got to be monitoring your thinking, so forth and so on. Uh, in verse seven, I just want to do it. Verse seven: If 
you live in me. Come on. These are the instructions. If you live in me, abide virtually united to me, and my words remain in you. My words remain in you. Don't let them leave. Let them stay there. What do you say? Keep it in the house. That's your house, your temple. Not your opinions and, and ideals of this world that's going to take you outside of you give it to ask. And that's what the devil wants. Praise God. But if you remain, he said, my words remain in you and you continue to live in your heart and live and ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Now, this is in the Amplified Version. I mean, you can't get no more plainer than this. We gave you three times where he said, ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. Then we gave you Mark 11, 22, 3. Same thing. Whosoever asks, shall receive. This is a pattern that God has formed in the word of God. That when you and I ask them, we're going to get what we ask. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, in the Passion Bible, let me give you that. In the Passion Bible. In fact, I'm going to go up and, and, and read the Passion Bible down and we'll be through for the night. In the Passion Bible, I want to read. I am, I am a true sprouting vine and my father who tends the vine is my father. And the farmer who tends the vine is my father. Excuse me. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up fruitless branches and putting every tree to every and to a yield a greater harvest. Some out all the holler, I'm getting a greater harvest in the year of 2022. Now, the words I have spoken over you to cleanse you. So you must remain in life union with me. Stick with me. I got you. Is what he's saying. For I remain in life union with you. He said, I'm going to stick to you, but I need you to stick with me. For as the branch severed from the vine would not bear fruit, so your life be fruitless unless you live joined to me. See, I can't be living to these people outside because these people cutting themselves off from God, cutting themselves off from church, cutting themselves off from prayer, cutting themselves off from tithing, cutting themselves off from sowing. They're not going to get nothing. It's right here. Learn. Nobody making it up. God said, I got a beautiful life for you, but it's according to what I tell you to do. Now, anybody can make like it's happening, but in life it's not really happening. Now, let me keep going. Amen. I'm going to get off on it. Now, verse 5. In the passion about, I am the sprouting vine and you are my branch. As you live in union with me, fruitfulness stream from within you. But when you live separate from me, you are powerless. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? Let me read out again. Verse 5. I am the sprouting vine, and you are my as you live in union with me as your source. Fruitfulness will stream, stream, stream from within you, stream from within you, excuse me. It'll come up out of you, is what he's saying. 
But when you live separately from me, you are powerless. You won't be able to produce. You won't be productive. You say you're powerless. If you take yourself outside of me, you are powerless in a dark world, in a negative world. Now, verse 6. If a person is separated from me, he is discarded. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire to be burned. Verse 7, ladies and gentlemen, is my I mean, this is powerful tonight. Verse 7, get a hold of this. But if you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, if my words live powerfully within you, well, they can't live powerfully within you unless you're thinking upon them. And as you meditate them, they won't live powerfully within you. So you think upon them, you got to meditate them for them to live powerfully in you, right? And my words live powerfully within you. can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. And it will be done. And it will be done. And verse 8, when your lives bear abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are my mature, uh, mature disciples who glorify the Father. He said, when you operate like this, he said, you are becoming mature disciples, and then you are glorifying the Father. Glory be to God. Woo-wee, my God, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Ghost has taught us some good stuff here tonight to align our minds to the Word of God. To the, and when we do, then we keep ourselves in connection with Jesus. In Him we live, in Him we move, in Him we have our being. Allow Him to shine through us, allow Him to govern our life every day. Praise God, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Therefore, if any be in Christ, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Praise God. So all these things are in us, but we got to think upon us. We got to think upon them. We got to monitor our thinking. Watch the temperament of our thinking. When we do these things, ladies and gentlemen, we can ask what it will, and it shall be done for us. And then we'll be able to encounter signs, wonders, and miracles. Praise be unto Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I pray you got something out of this tonight. I tried to take my time and went through every scripture uh, that the whole we go through, uh, introduce to some and reintroduce to others. So get your mind in line. And don't let people take your mind out of the will of God, the plan of God, and the word of God for your life. If God call you prosper, don't let anybody tell you you're poor. If God call you healed, don't even let anybody tell you you're sick. If God call you living, don't let nobody tell you you're bound. Come on. Come on. Fight the good fire of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Amen. Be a defender of the faith. Don't deny the faith. Be a defender of the faith. And watch God defend you while you defended his faith. I'm telling you, it's yours for the asking. Amen. Well, it's been a pleasure serving you uh, this wonderful word of God tonight. Uh, go over the notes, rehearse what he said tonight, and uh, 
make some adjustments where you need to make the adjustments because we all need to make adjustments in our life and God will do the rest. Praise God. When you think in line with God and you think uh, prosperous, you think it, 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 it becomes a magnet. You know, like, like I said, we just finished the paperwork today to receive the uh, the, 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 the $107,000 uh, from the SBA, small business, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, God doing it. But I'm always thinking, God, what else you want to do for this restaurant? What you want to do for the church? I mean, God has blessed the church tremendously. I mean, the church has been blessed tremendously. And uh, we thank God for it. Because God going to take care of his own. And you are his own. So he's going to take care of you. Praise God. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Amen. Amen. We're paying our bills. The church is paying his bill every month. You know, we're not that straight. Praise God like some people are. Amen. We, I mean, we just we just flowing and watching God do. God preparing us so when we get our building, we ain't going to be sweating. Praise God. We're going to hit the road running. Amen. Be able to do what we need to do, buy what we need to buy, get done what we get done. God has provided for us to do what needs to be done for the kingdom of God. He's going to do the same thing for you. Uh, and I'm so happy uh, that we are part of the kingdom of God. Amen. But tonight you have an opportunity to give and to sow your tithe. Yes, we believe tithe. Praise God. It's still the word of God. I love that God, I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus said that we should continue to pay our tithes, but also make sure we do other things as well. We gave you that scripture about two Sundays ago, not going to go in that. God, God will honor you. Honor the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Honor the Lord with the first fruit. Honor the gift. What is it? It's an honor to give. It was an honor for him to send Jesus on the cross for you and die for your sins. Ain't you glad you're not going to hell? <laughs> Listen, it's hot out there. Think about how hot hell is. And Jesus went there for you so you wouldn't have to. You don't think, you don't think it's a blessing to give him, amen, what he's asking for out of love and respect and honor? Oh, praise God. He's a good God. Now, uh, in texture, uh, give, they'll put it out there. Minister Jana, Minister K, put it out there for you. Whoever's doing it, they both work. Uh, listen, don't you give up, don't you cave in, and don't you stop. Stay faithful to Jesus, and Jesus is going to stay faithful to you. All right, no matter who stopped doing what, you keep doing what you know. Because when we stand before God, you and everybody is going to be you front and center. Like when I stand before God, Mary Ann ain't going to be there. My wife's not going to be there. She's going to have to stand for herself, get in comfort with what she's doing. Each one of us will stand before God for ourselves on how we live in the name of God. Oh, this ain't going to be no joint venture. No, you're going to stand. They're going to stand. They're going to stand. Everybody's going to stand by themselves and have to give an account. And we want to hear him, well done, that good and faithful servant. 
That's what we want him to say. Well, I give you the pattern, the right way, thinking right, doing right, being right, carrying yourself in order. Amen. So you can sow your ties to give. Uh, forget the word. Uh, they got it. It's God. Uh, also, you know, my cash app is that the Lord lead you to sow into the anointing of what you've heard there tonight. That's there as well. Listen, you, you can't go wrong in sowing. God is able to do uh, exceedingly above all you ask a thing according to the power of God that worketh in you. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. You want that grace to abound toward you? That's based on your sowing. That you always have. Never need assistance from anybody. But you make provision. Amen. Amen. Make sure you align your thing with the word of God. Don't let nobody take you out of the zone. Stay in the zone of righteous thing. Amen. Uh, the Bible says, be quick, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. That's what you're not thinking. Amen. We got to do the time. Listen, we love you. Father, I thank you for another opportunity of the word of God tonight. We speak over your people that they all got the truth of what you give it to them. Holy Spirit, help them to facilitate the word of tonight. I decree over them grace, peace, increase, mercy, protection, and provision. Thank you, Lord, that no hurt, harm, or danger will happen over there. I speak the blood of Jesus. Every aspect of their life, their kids, their spouses, whoever's connected to them, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus. Incidents, no accidents, no early deaths would take place. Long life, long live, and everlasting. We thank you for it. We decree it now to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We love you. We see you Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. Amen. Peace out.